Hello and welcome. You are listening to Tech and Tonic episode 25. Our last episode was two weeks ago, correct? And I did say that we wanted to start back our weekly schedule. Unfortunately, not much went on last week, so we decided to go ahead and continue uh, to this week. And joining us today is well, no one lies. Just basically me, Darwin, and Jivan. Say hello, Jivan. Hello. Yeah, and we are still stuck at home because you know CMCO in Malaysia just got extended all the way to the sixth of December. So we are both recording from our own homes, and we are doing this over, uh, over chat, basically over Discord lah. As as you all know, we use Discord for a lot of things, right? So let's get into it. Uh, last week we saw a lot of things happen. Thankfully, okay. If not, then we also don't know what to tell you. Uh, but in the past two weeks, AMD actually launched their Radeon 6000 series uh, GPUs as a follow-up to their Ryzen launch a few weeks ago. Okay, uh, in Malaysia, at least uh, Realme launched their new Narzo 20 series smartphones. It's their budget smartphone, kind of premium budget smartphone kind of thing. Uh, there are yeah. some reviews already out for the PlayStation 5, but it's only coming out on the 12th of November 2020. We're not even sure whether Malaysia. Yeah, we're not even sure whether there's enough stocks to go around in Malaysia or not. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we will see what happens on the 19th, well, 20th, uh, uh, 12th November 2020, uh, and 19th November for us in Malaysia. Uh, we see some launch uh, today. Uh, Asus actually launched their Intel 11th generation Tiger Lake PCs, CPUs, uh, laptops, right? Yeah, yeah, and they are basically just refresh of their older laptops anyway. Like update from 10th gen to 11th gen, nothing much has changed. Uh, there's new Intel Iris Xe GPU, integrated GPU, but that's about it for for Asus, right? Um, and then, up other than CMCO extending, last week also saw one of the biggest things in the world happen. Right, it's the U.S. elections. Uh, it happened. It went past. Joe Biden won, and we are not going to comment anything about it because we don't do politics. Uh, as you aside know, aside from that, it actually slowed down the tech news. Yes, that's that's the biggest thing that happened, and that is also why. There's not much happening in the past two weeks, okay. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, there's enough for us to gather to come up with this podcast because last week we also saw new benchmarks and reviews for AMD's Ryzen 5000 series CPUs that we were talking about two weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and the reviews are in, and we now want one. Yeah, I, I think that is probably the biggest like, uh, piece of information we have this week, because the Ryzen CPUs are really being really really impressive, for lack of better word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when when they launched the CPU, right? When Lisa was on the stage, when Doctor Lisa was on the stage. They were talking about this the CPUs being 
much better than before. The new architecture to be much faster than before uh, in accessing memory cache and whatnot. And it's supposed to be at least equal or more powerful than the Intel CPUs in gaming performances. And we have seen the results and they are. So they are the most powerful CPUs in the world now overall. Right. Yeah, and it's not just with gaming products or gaming performance. Mm-hmm. We've seen the benchmark show that even in things like Blender, it's doing a lot better than 10th generation Intel. Yeah, but it's not just Blender, right? Because all these, uh, all these processes, all these workloads, three uh, D workloads, video editing. This has been always the forte of the AMD Ryzen's, and they have never been beaten since. Basically, they launched with Zen 2, la, right? And Zen, Zen, Zen Plus and Zen 2 cores. Basically, mm-hmm. they are 2000 and 3000 series. So, they have never been beaten by Intel anyway. And now, they, they can claim that they are even better in gaming, right? So, now, yep. the choice is, is very clear. Which one you should buy? Which one it is. you should go for, right? Like, there's no question about it if you want to build a new PC. And considering the price is so much less, yes, it's but even it's more, more expensive. It's actually more expensive than the older Ryzen, though. Do you notice that? It is, but it's still cheaper than Intel. It is still cheaper than Intel. Um, but what does this mean? You know, what does this mean for Intel? They're gonna come up with their eleventh gen Skylake. Is it Skylake or Comet Lake? Comet Lake processors in Comet Lake, yeah. Yeah, Comet Lake processors in the first quarter of 2021. What do you think this means for Intel, you know, Jivan? I, considering AMD has been pushing so hard on, the first thing is uh, TDP. So how much power they're using per unit performance mm-hmm. versus their value for money. I think Intel has a lot to do to catch up to AMD at this moment. Forget about uh, architecture and stuff like that. They need if they plan to stay on fourteen nanometer, they need to make sure it's more optimized. It's it's worth the money you're spending on it. And to be very mm-hmm. frank, at this point, AMD has more value for money when it comes to gaming, and even uh doing day to day video editing than Intel's processors. Yeah. That's true. And also, if you already are on a AMD Ryzen platform, that means if you're on uh, an AMD motherboard that has an AM4 socket, right? If you're already using a 3000 series CPU in, in, your, in your current build, you can just buy the CPU and just put the CPU into your PC. Well, you might need to upgrade your cooling cooling capabilities but you don't really need to if you're already on a high-end one right and it'll still work it will work of course they have a disclaimer that it is with a bios update yes of course right whatever you do update everything first your drivers and whatnot but that also means that you're not just limited to your motherboard and it's still good enough money you don't have to spend like another ten thousand to build a new pc just to get your new hardware in. Right? Yeah, and I think the one of the best things AMD has done for 
com- computer enthusiasts and even mm-hmm. people who are starting their journey into building their own computers is making the motherboard back forwards compatible not even backwards compatible yeah so, so i think intel also has to do that they have to start thinking about doing that they have to right yeah and it's not that you can't release a new board every year with your updates to your processors you can just make sure the old ones are able to support your uh future generations yeah but it's not just that you know like when when AMD came up with the Ryzen 3000 and they say oh yeah we have a new architecture chipset on our board the X570 or B550 right the X570 supports gen 4 PCIe lanes and mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have a lot of gen 4 PCIe stuff that's out there even at that time even your M.2 PCIe NVMe SSD was only gen 3 speeds there was no gen 4 that's yeah really future proofing it right there like why wouldn't like why not right why why sh- why intel why not do that for intel you know yeah and i think uh dr lisa actually hit it on the nose when they first announced the zen architecture they're mm-hmm. making a bet f- 5 years before it becomes relevant Correct, and I think their bet is actually paying off because we've seen oh, how big time. <laughs> big time. how the performance has outshone Intel, and this is yeah. after AMD fell from grace. Yeah. So, do you think the next Intel CPUs will be still the fastest gaming CPU in the market, judging by how it looks? I I don't know. I feel that they would be, probably just marginally, not not a lot. I based on the benchmarks we're seeing from the AMD 5000 Ryzen 5000 series I think if they want to claim that they have a lot to do because we've seen Ryzen 5 benchmarks blow i9 processor benchmarks out of the water yeah but in certain situations not by that much also it's not i mean yes it's it's considering the the performance gain is probably about 10% to 15% of performance difference right but i expected the gap to be a little bigger i for me at least for me i it's significant because that is the generation to generation performance improvement that intel does every generation yeah so yeah. in that sense i think you might see intel clawing that you know gaming crown back but i don't think by that much that's what i feel at least that's what i feel so with the benchmarks the other thing that we saw was there was a discrepancy between performance when it comes to certain benchmarks like oh, yeah. uh, linus linus tech tips and a few others had really good performance whereas the others had a bit of a bottleneck yeah but and and somebody cleared that it's it's due to the ram performance as well right it's the speed of the ram that that comes with the board or whatever that they tested on yeah so apparently amd has made memory speed more relevant than intel so yes. if you have a higher performance ram 
you're going to get more performance out of your uh, Ryzen cores. Yeah, which also brings us to the next thing that they're going to release. Actually, this month, right? By the, uh, at This month onwards, they're going to be releasing their Radeon GPUs. And we have seen yeah. at the launch anyway that it's already beating the NVIDIA cards. And on the same yeah. setup, on the same processor, you know, it's beating NVIDIA cards. So, and this is, we're talking about the RTX 3090, not the, thir- uh, the RTX 3070, the RTX 3080, is the RTX 3090. They are most yeah. expensive, they are most powerful card, and they're undercutting the price by about 400 bucks. Yeah, and the other thing that is really significant about this new generation of uh, AMD graphics cards is mm-hmm. that if you pair it up with a Ryzen processor, you're going mm-hmm. to be able to ex- they're going to be able to share memory essentially. Yeah, so uh, I read up a little bit about that smart smart access memory, smart memory access or smart smart memory access. Yeah, right. So I read that up a little bit. So on that front, what the CPUs able to do other than just accessing the thirty two megabyte cache on the CPU and the RAM is also able to access and use the memory of what the GPU has to offer, like the RAM and the cache that the GPU offers. So if let's say your GPU comes with a 16 gig uh, DDR6 RAM, the CPU is able to use that memory as a speed booster for your PC or for whatever processes that you do, which also incentivizes, you know, um, AMD users to basically just buy an AM, another AMD part, right? Which makes sense, yeah. which makes a lot of sense to me. And this is only something that, you know, a, a single manufacturer that produces both items can do. But I also feel at the same time that NVIDIA should have thought of that or Intel should have thought of that long time ago. It's something that we shouldn't have to think about. But at the same time, it's so innovative. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? At the same... But at the same time, I'm also thinking NVIDIA may be banking on the new generation of ARM processors to help with this whole pairing situation. Maybe. Maybe. Because we have seen in previous years that ARM is making a move to go into laptops. Mm-hmm. And, and I think their, mo- their most recent announcement was a Cortex-78C or something like that. Yeah. Which actually is meant for laptops as well. Yeah, and they're going to be helped by Apple, uh, basically, with Apple Silicon, the whole laptop par- powered by ARM and Apple chips idea, you know. Uh, yeah. They're trying to wean themselves off from Intel anyway. Uh, at least at least that's what we can see or we can speculate. There's no official statements, but we can see that happening at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. But and there's another think, question for this AM, this whole AMD thing, right? If you're already on an AMD product right now, do you think it's mm-hmm. worth upgrading? Let's say if you're on a 3900X, is it worth upgrading to a 5900X? Because it's a bit more expensive than the older one. Would you upgrade? If I was buying a new GPU, yes. Yeah, because but the GPU is also very expensive, right? Yeah, so for me, 
if your long-term plan is to actually get a new GPU, which it will be on par with the 3090 by the looks of it at this point, on I think go ahead. Or better. <laughs> yeah. On par or better, you might get better performances. <laughs> Especially if you pair it with an AMD, AMD CPU at this point. Yeah. And at, unless you're planning to do that, I, and unless you're an enthusiast who really wants every ounce of performance from their systems, I don't think you need to upgrade that badly. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming from a first generation Ryzen or a second generation Ryzen, then yes, update your CPUs. Yes. But also, I if on that statement, I also would like to at least inform our listeners that if you are on a first-generation Ryzen and you have a really old board, make sure that your board can take advantage of whatever the Ryzen uh, 5 uh, CPU can offer you because some older boards may not be able and some older generation chipsets might not be able to take advantage of that full power that the Ryzen 5 uh, the Ryzen 5000 offers so yeah, please so do it, check what motherboard you use first maybe it makes more sense for you to upgrade it to a Ryzen 3000 uh, series chipset instead maybe i don't know that's up to you right it, so i think from what we know the 300 series chipsets are irrelevant at the moment. So if you're mm-hmm. on a 300 series chipset, you will need to upgrade to either a 4 or 500 series chipset. Correct. We recommend 500 but, lah because that's yeah. Hmm, that's a cur- that's the current most one. But also at the same time, if you're already on that platform, you might want to think about saving up for the next gen because technically this is the last generation of Ryzen that's going to be supported on these AM4 sockets. Yeah, so we don't know whether uh, AMD is making the big jump to 5 nanometer just yet mm-hmm. or whether they they're like going they to... They they look like they're going to... They're really gearing for it. Yes, but they at do. The same, at the same time, we don't know whether it's just going to be a Zen 3 Plus uh, architecture where they have further optimize the Zen 3 architecture like what we saw with Zen 1 and Zen 2. Yeah, maybe. But also at the same time, Intel is also looking to gear up towards a smaller nanometer processing. Not sure when that's going to happen because they've always been talking about it, but it hasn't happened yet. I think at this point it's 2021 or 2022. Yeah, so we we might see the Comet Lake processors with 7 or 5 nanometer processors treatment on the on the die. And that will be really cool, but at this point I'm not I'm not really putting my hopes up, you know. Yeah, I think Intel will get back to where it can compete uh effectively with AMD, but it's going to take Hopefully. time. Hopefully Hopefully, I o- I actually also want to talk about the fact that you know AMD needs to spend more on gaming, but I'm not. We're not gonna go into that because there's a lot of a lot of things that can go wrong with that discussion. Actually, uh, yeah. anyway, I think we should move it on. Um, okay, 
I forgot to put a timer on this podcast, so I don't know how long this is already. But CMCO is starting again and, and stuff like that. I I don't know. I haven't seen Jivan for a while, so I have to ask him, how are you doing, Jivan? What have you been doing? What have I been doing? So work is one thing. The other thing is I have been trying to finish uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen yeah. Order. Oh, yeah. With whatever spare time oh, I yeah. have. We, we actually had a AMD processor. Well, AMD built to review uh i think jivan will be coming up with that very soon hopefully yeah yeah but anyway um i think we will only see things starting to move like next year i don't know because cmco just extended and and we're expecting it to extend again anyway i think that is all the time we have for today's podcast because i think we have went over time just discussing on amd right Right. I, I think. think so yeah so <laughs> I didn't keep the time I actually forgot to put a timer uh, we probably went over our time limit but thank you guys for whoever's listening uh, thank you for tuning in uh, please do listen to all our podcasts uh, subscribe and follow so that you will know that whenever whenever our latest podcast comes out you know then you can listen to it Know, uh, if you have any suggestions, you can always reach out to us on all our social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, even on LinkedIn. And we are TechN TV across all these channels. Or you can just, I don't know, email us if you can find your, our contact from our website, www.techn.tv. Uh, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. This is Darwin and Jeevan signing out. Bye-bye. See ya.